Hello everyone. Welcome to Product Management 0 to 1 to 100 podcast. We are starting a new series of episodes called Answer Me, where we will pick up interview questionnaire and answer them. We will run you through the methodology, that is, how to unpack each of the questions, what questions to ask the interviewer, how to understand the cues, and answer the question however weird it sounds. So let's start with today's question. Mayank, how many Paliji biscuits will fit in a train? Now before Mayank answers this, we would like you to not get overwhelmed with the numbers. Focus on how he's approaching the problem rather than getting boggled with the numbers. Post the answer, we will run you through the methodology. You can then re-listen again for a clearer understanding. Uh, That's an interesting question, Krishna. (laughs) Got it. So how many Palajis can fit in a train? Correct? Yep. Couple of clarifications, Krishna. Uh, When you say how many Palajis, what uh, packet size are we talking about when we talk about Palaji? You can consider individual biscuits. Got it. So the okay understood. So individual biscuits and is it uh, uh, is it the same standard size that we consume the palaji in or the size is different? Yes, the same size. And when we talk about so coming on to the train bit, uh, when you when you say train, uh, is it a passenger train or a goods uh, train? Uh, and is this in Indian context? To make things simpler, probably let's consider a goods train, and uh, yes, an Indian goods train. Understood. And and how many compartments are there in the train? So is it only one single load that we are talking about uh, when we talk about a train or uh, there are multiple? Let's consider 10 compartments. Got it. So, so just the summarizing the question, how many individual Palaji biscuits can fit in a good train? Uh, that's a standard size train with 10 compartments. That's right. Uh, do we have uh, the size available uh, uh, for the compartments and the biscuit? Or you do you want me to? You can assume? take assumption. Understood. Understood. So, so to find the number of biscuits that can fit in the train, uh, so I'm approaching it. So, okay. So, I'll just uh, keep on talking about how I'm approaching this. So, it's basically a mathematical equation, a very basic, simple equation where the number of biscuits would be the total volume of the compartment uh, in multiplied by the number of compartments and divided by volume of one biscuit. So that's the equation that I am uh, going to work with. And I will try to find each uh, each variable in each attribute's uh, value and come up with the final answer for you. Uh, mm-hmm. There are certain assumptions. Uh, uh, so there are certain edge cases that I can think of. Uh, uh, the first question that comes to mind is, is it possible to load 100%? Because my equation actually considers that saying, hey, uh, uh, all 100% of the uh, load is available for loading. So is it possible to load 100%? Uh, so I am assuming that there would be some space needed to un- load and unload as well. So I am taking it as 90% and giving 10% space for uh, that. Uh, any of the compartments logged are or unavailable for loading. Uh, I am assuming everything is available for loading and is empty. There is no other item available in the compartment. Uh, is the engine available for loading uh, and does the 10 components include the uh, uh, compartment? 
so I have assumed that the engine is separate and we cannot load anything in the engine and these 10 components are excluding the engine. Perfect. Uh, volume for packaging to be considered? Uh, yes. So I'm going to assume. So I think my equation actually does not consider uh, the volume and the uh, loading factor. So uh, the volume for packaging is something which I'm uh, by uh, assumption, I'm saying that 5% of the uh, volume will actually go into uh, packaging. So uh, there are two more uh, additional factors that I'm going to add to my equation, uh, which is basically the loading factor, which is 90%. And the uh, space available for only putting in biscuits would be 95%, excluding the uh, excluding the packaging material. So my, my model, and I am assuming that uh, there is no weight capacity on the compartment, uh, that uh, the compartment can take so much of weight uh, uh, accordingly. So I don't think so. That's something which uh, is into consideration. So my new equation actually comes out to be uh, the volume factor, which is excluding the packaging that is 95% and the loading factor, which is a 90% uh, capacity available for loading and then volume of the compartment into num num multiplied by number of compartments and volume of one biscuit divided by volume of one biscuit. Uh, got it. So now I'm actually moving on to the uh, individual components to the volume of compartment. So uh, to, ca to calculate a volume of compartment, I am roughly, uh, first of all, the assumption is that it's a rectangular compartment and not a uh, sort of cylindrical one that uh, for, for the ease of calculation. Uh, and in general, I think uh, roughly uh, the length, width and height of a compartment, uh, if I would have to guess roughly would be around say the length would be roughly 10 meters. Uh, that's something which uh, is also a standard size available for uh, other. So if you would have seen shipping containers on seaports, et cetera, et cetera, they look like roughly around five to seven, eight meters. So for the ease of calculation, I'm taking it as 10 meters. Uh, the width and height almost uh, look similar. So uh, I'm taking it as 2.5 meters each. Uh, so now I basically have volume of a compartment, uh, which is basically length multiplied by width multiplied by height, which is 62.5 meter cube. Uh, so now we have volume of the compartment. We also have number of component compartments available. As you mentioned, it was 10. And the volume of one biscuit. Uh, so just by guessing, I, I, I'm not consumed apologies for a, a since I think childhood, but uh, roughly, I think the length would be around five centimeters. Uh, it probably would have gone down because they would have kept the <laughs> cost same, but uh, I'm assuming uh, the length is uh, five centimeters. Uh, the width come roughly, I think, uh, more or less slightly lower than the uh, length, but I think it would be around four centimeters. And the height is obviously not a lot. So I'm taking it as one centimeter. So effectively the volume of one biscuit comes out to be 20 centimeter cubes. Uh, so now in the equation, I have uh, the height width. Uh, so sorry, I have the volume of one compartment, number of compartments, and I have the loading factors in the packaging factor. And then I have volume of one biscuit. So when I actually put this in the equation and come out uh, with the final number, it roughly comes down to 26 to 27 lakhs uh, biscuit uh, in the complete uh, train. So with the 10 compartments and it roughly boils down to 2.5 to 2.6 lakhs in one compartment. 
which I think is uh, doable. So if you think of uh, uh, the numbers, so thinking out, zooming out and thinking about if it makes sense, I think it sort of is practically possible for us to fit in around uh, 26 to 27 lakhs of individual biscuits biscuits in, in a 10 compartment tray. Interesting. So uh, can you uh, explain how you broke down the problem? There's a very uh, structured approach that uh, one can actually uh, uh, follow to answer such questions. So I think generally get baffled uh, with such questions and feels like, okay, how do you find out the number of tennis balls that can fit in a 747 airplane? But uh, I think if you follow these very basic steps and just try to structurally thinking think about the problem because the... Uh, the interviewer is actually evaluating uh, you evaluating on the approach and not the final number. So that's where your problem solving skills come into picture. So uh, first of all, the first thing that I did was uh, I clarified uh, on what the question is and I shared my understanding of what I understood from the question so that there is no misunderstanding or no miscommunication between the interviewer and me. Uh, that's where the uh, size of the Palleji and the train, uh, etc. Because there was ambiguity. Try to remove all the ambiguity and uh, try to be on the same page as the interviewer. Uh, so clarification is the first thing. Second is uh, cataloging what we know. So I think that's what uh, I, when I summarized, uh, saying, okay, okay, what do I know? What all information I have? And uh, is there extra information like volume of the container or volume of a biscuit is that information available or is that something which i want to ask as well so that's where i i noted down everything that i knew uh, and uh, what else i needed i actually asked the interviewer uh, next step was i sort of tried to create a basic equation out of it which will actually help me uh, give a, a rough sense of uh, uh, what that number will look like I think I just created a basic uh, equation. So I think uh, you have to actually bring it down into equation uh, and try to do the calculations independently. So that even if uh, the interviewer gives you more data points later in the uh, journey, so you, you can actually just change the individual component, individual part of the equation and not actually uh, have, has to, have to touch. So for example, if for example, the modification happens in the container size. So now that it's a very uh, independent attribute, you can just change that and you will have the new answer. So that's, you try to create an equation as independent with as many independent variables as possible. Uh, so it was a very basic equation. Uh, next is I thought about edge cases. So effectively what can go wrong or is there something that I might be missing? So that actually I took a step back and thought about saying, hey, what are the edge cases and what is that I'm missing? Or are there any assumptions that I have taken? Uh, I should definitely call them out and I should actually think about saying, do they make sense? So for example, my equation actually considered saying, I can put everything in, I can load the container to 100% capacity. But is that practically possible? No. So that's where you start thinking on edge cases and where things can go wrong and what can be the deviation for you. So that's what triggered me to actually modify my equation. So once I thought of all these edge cases, uh, any any information that might was not available at the first hand, but might be available in the if I ask that question. So that's where you are sort of thinking edge cases and what can go wrong from the normal happy flows. So uh, I think I from that I took out two. Uh, factors for volume uh, for packaging uh, factor and the loading factor and I modified my equation accordingly. Then I did a very basic calculation uh, and 
based on certain assumptions you don't have to know all these uh, sizes of the containers or biscuit size you just have to assume some of the make an educated guess because that's where and i think that's an important thing so don't think don't call out saying your palaji biscuits length would be 20 cm because that's not true so just keep be in the ballpark and make an educated guess don't be so wrong so off the numbers because that that sort of uh, that's actually one important thing where you have to be very practical and do some educated guesses in your job as well so that's what you are being evaluated at so don't go very off right but you are not supposed to know the size of a palaji so don't worry about it uh once i came up with a number uh, and i think uh, and and one important thing which i also identified or sensed from my interviewer Uh, from you was uh, as soon as i started asking more questions you gave me a hint and said okay you do whatever you want to so that's where that's your cue to actually stop asking more questions and then assume things on your own wherever if you want and just put those assumptions out so that the interviewer thinks knows that what have you assumed right so that's an important point and once you come up with an answer don't immediately call it out just think about take a step back and think about is that practically possible so 26 say 30 lakhs biscuits in 10 containers in a train that sounds about practically possible right so if this number would have been 1 crore uh, you would have thought about saying okay 1 crore biscuits in 10 compartments of a train is that really possible so just don't do that very basic sense check in your mind and saying okay does this sound okay and i am not very off i think then you can share your answer with the interviewer saying okay this is and then explain it in this way so that you are actually evaluated on your structure and not the final answer because this is what they are actually evaluating you for on how have you reached the answer and not the answer actual answer okay how long will a interviewee get to answer this question so it depend on the question but i think roughly uh, 10 to 15 minutes should be good enough or i think if you need more time you can always ask for it but i think uh, so don't uh, don't if you if you have a structure in mind and you have clarified the question you don't have to go very deep uh, in the calculations and wherever you think that it is getting complicated or the math is getting complicated you can ease out by taking round round numbers right so right now for example i could have taken the width of the biscuit can give 3.25 cm but that is going to make me do the math right so those are the things which you can avoid to uh, uh, sort of cut short on time but i think 10 15 minutes is good enough for, to answer such questions and i think it's important to i think generally people sort of start uh, answering immediately you should always take a pause think about gather your thoughts gather your structure and then start asking questions and then start answering so i think people do this mistake and because they are generally nervous or they are sort of baffled with such questions so they end up saying okay, okay what has happened and they start asking questions immediately so it's important to gather your thoughts structure and then ask questions so what i hear from you is it is okay to ask the interviewer for some time you can take a pause you can gather your thoughts and then ask pointed questions absolutely and i think that actually gets you brownie points because you are sort of not just thinking about it and coming up with the right answer and if you spend time over it you will be able to give come up with a better answer so to summarize for the listeners step 1 clarify second is uh, catalog what you know write down what you know third is make an equation uh, make a mathematical equation to arrive at the answer fourth is uh, think about edge cases and where can it go wrong just think wild things and keep asking this, those questions uh this will these edge cases will give, get you that wow factor uh 
Step five is uh, modify the equation based on the use cases that you have thought about. Step six, break the equation. You have already broken down the equation and calculate individual components of the equation. Seven, do the math. And step eight is uh, do the sanity check before sharing the answer. So those are the uh, major steps. You can always modify it accordingly on how you want to approach it. And if you want to sort of uh, uh, reshuffle the edge cases on top so that you come up with one final equation and don't have to modify the equation, but this is the overall uh, structure, structure or steps that you can follow to answer the question. Thanks, Mayank. To all our listeners, as I mentioned in the beginning, we will do a series of podcasts called Answer Me. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer, then tweet your question to at the rate pm underscore journey. Meanwhile, the best way to learn is by doing it. So why don't you solve the question which Mayank mentioned on how many tennis balls can fit into an airplane. Email us at productmanagement0100 at gmail.com with your answer as well as how you have arrived at the answer. We will share it here in the podcast. Thank you for listening in and don't forget to subscribe to Product Management 0 to 1 to 100.